Hey people, welcome to Shrinkology. This is Sonal Padiwala, your host. I am back here with one more insight. A week has gone by and I have learned a lot. And I am hoping that you too have had lovely learnings in your week. Today I am here with lots and lots of exercises and I want you to do them. I want you to try out these exercises. They are very simple and write back to me or send me audio messages as to how they went for you. Today I am going to speak about emotional nutrition. We have physical bodies that require nutrition to strengthen the immune system that guards against various diseases and conditions. Just the same, we have emotional aspect to our psychological health that requires emotional nutrition to strengthen the emotional immune system to guard against various psychological hazards. We all experience fatigue after hard manual labor, walking, traveling, moving the body. We all have felt this now, haven't we? Similarly, skills like reasoning, decision making, strategizing, planning are mental exercises that take up our emotional energy. No wonder, after a long conference, a presentation in the best of environments, a day designing a family event, they leave us feeling depleted and with no interest whatsoever or inclinations to engage in even mundane conversation with our family members or loved ones. Results are sometimes disastrous in these above cases. They invite arguments, complaints about lack of attention, sharp reprimands that sap more of our emotional reservoir. We all have had these kind of long days when actually we, when we look back, we haven't done any manual labor, but we have been engaged in, uh, let's say, intense discussion or intense decision making of a very, very rare and a tough kind. And we come back home feeling totally, totally down with no energy whatsoever to do anything else. So in turn, when this happens, we may not be able to bring our full selves into anything, into work. We may not be able to engage in clear decision making. We may make poor calls leading to embarrassing fiascos. Now chronic circles of this sort may lead to depression and weak emotional states. It leaves us feeling completely empty and we tend to give up more often. Instead of entering life in our day with gusto, we avoid potential scenarios which demands our emotional strength. We seek more solace in addictive avoidant behavior. Now addiction does not always unfold in the form of substance abuse like alcohol or drugs. Yes, we look at ourselves and we sometimes think, I don't take alcohol, I am not smoking, I am not addicted to drugs, I don't do those things, so I am not addicted. But we do get addicted to a lot of other things. Sometimes they are benign, but equally distancing. The typical, the biggest consequence of any, any, any addiction is distancing from human connections. We may take up compulsive work routines to avoid family conflicts. We may take up watching TV or nowadays digital CDs from our cell phones which do not demand the involvement of others or major infrastructure like living room or a TV or a theater at least before 
before getting addicted to movies or uh, let's say tv we, we needed a lot of other things we needed uh, the tv we needed the living room to be able to sit there or we needed to travel to the cinema hall and all but today all of that has changed today all we need is a data connection subscription to a certain platform and our mobile device it becomes a private fantasy world of escape even incessant chatting on phone or scrolling all affords low risk low emotional investment to face people and deal with real dilemmas issues baggage requires emotional energy the anonymous mobile interaction allows to escape these real time discussions and interactions we don't have to face these real issues we can avoid people and save emotional seesaw that usually is a case when dealing with real people we need to deal with the tonality nonverbal postures gestures that have varied meanings and impacts on our internal systems things get complicated with our own triggers our perceptions beliefs they cloud the interactions now it is an effort effort in these situations to have a clear effective productive interaction and with many involved over there everything becomes so complicated no wonder we as a generation are learning to be alone in a room full of people or stare straight in the elevator without meeting the eye of the person next to us our psychological systems can be likened to emotional tanks we have stopped pouring the emotional nutrition that we need to feel full strong energetic more and more people are reporting feeling out of sorts down not really in it away and far uninvolved yes if we check in within we might be able to trace to these one of these phrases and we have been using them a lot lately pandemic further added to this isolation with work from home formats the compulsory human interactions at home were punctured by incessant demands pinged by the little mobile or laptop are we a depressed cohort now this is a very very important question we need to ask today are our emotional tanks empty are we more avoidant than embracing do we feel zestful as we get up do we look forward to life if you said yes to all you my friend have escaped the melancholy of current times if you said no to even 3 we need to examine the status of our emotional tank chances are it is fast depleting our systems are dipping and we may reach the stage of i don't know what to do i feel fuzzy i feel angry irritable annoyed but at what i don't know so it's it's a low grade unidentified kind of a low feeling perpetually following you wherever you go now soon the physical systems will express collapse and the organs that stored your emotion would crumble with pain arrest of functions immobility now how do we buffer this collapse we can refuel our tanks each day each moment or at least as soon as we realize we are moving towards the low mark our bodies indicate tiredness fatigue low grade annoyance or disinterest so the most imperative question here is how do we refuel and here begins the journey of taking charge of our own selves our own well-being as human beings so the first thing we each need to do is take time out periodically japanese research recommends a 20 minutes nap in the daytime to increase productivity 
Now we need the gaps to refuel. We need the time to process one experience before we enter another. These days we rarely give that time. We rush from one situation to another carrying unprocessed, unresolved information about our own selves. It's because we are working from home. We just close the laptop and zoom. We go into maybe kitchen to cook or maybe from... We come out of the kitchen after cooking and zap we get on the laptop attending to something very important or take a very important decision out there so here the counsel is whatever your work schedule take few seconds off from your schedule and breathe be with yourself check in within bring the heartbeat to a regular level breathe long and hard don't talk to yourself simply Now, if you can manage more time gaps designed to be with you in silence, this will support. Otherwise, at least between two activities, I recommend a small gap. A small gap to simply process what you have just finished, give it a space in your existence and then move forward into the next experience. The second thing that you need to do is drown critical voices within. We are usually very supportive and reassuring for others. We fall short when we need to offer the same to ourselves. Every time you notice a critical voice, replace it with kind of vocabulary for yourself. Yes, we need a kind of vocabulary for our own selves. Now, for example, if you're unhappy about an argument you initiated and now you regret your impulsive contribution, you may begin cursing self or berate yourself instead. You could bring in softer stance to what happened and how amends can be made. Here I share an exercise that may help usher in self-compassion in zones. So ready? Yeah. Take a paper and write three things you hate or are angry about yourself. One paragraph each for what happened. So take a list, take any one particular thing. Let's say I I am extremely angry about being angry, about losing my temper on my family. And I would write in one paragraph what exactly happened. What made me angry? What are the main things that I said? Take another paper and list three attributes of yours present in you currently that you value. Do not take up large uh, i am kind i am good no pick up something very specific that your being knows it to be completely true about yourself so let's say for myself i will say that i am a mother who encourages a lot i i am not the kind of a person who stops or prevents the children from doing anything whatever it is that they feel strongly about doing it i as a parent feel that yes they should give it a shot even if they don't come out very successful they would have the satisfaction the agency of having tried even as a spouse i am somebody who would encourage i am somebody who would go ahead and tell them yes go ahead and do it doesn't make any sense you know uh, sitting over there and going over the results and uh, giving a no so yes this is something that i value about myself that i am an encourager even if that is a word but yes i would write those kind of three things about myself that i know to be true read both the list now read the one containing negative evaluation of yours crumble it gently allow any resistance annoyance to simmer down regarding each appraisal 
Slowly breathe and let it go in the garbage. Keep the movement poised. If fingers are trembling, wait till steady. Your letting go of unpleasantness has to be measured, calculated and decisive. You're building emotional reserve. Reread the preferred light evaluations of self. Take a selfie with that paper if it adds sparkle to this exercise. You can simply keep the selfie picture. You don't need to like share it anywhere, but you can keep the selfie picture to check in with the feeling of self-appraisal in a compassionate way when time doesn't permit to carry out the whole exercise, but you need a very quick pick-me-up. That would be the time that photograph will serve you and bring back all the emotional reservoir that you build up in that moment. Third, invite, create initiate compliments. Positive praise is one of the universal emotional nutrient. Celebrities who receive ton of compliments still crave for it. A positive one-liner as casual as your dress looks nice can make your day. Hence, I recommend a positive booster dose periodically. One must invite compliments while putting the vanity, modesty, humility aside. Again, a simple exercise is to gather in your family members and spontaneously ask them to state two things they like about you. You may also state two things you like about them. This exercise is so simple that it can be done anytime with anyone and create your feel-good factor instantly. If your family members are not used to it, it will really come as a very beautiful surprise. It will bring in some very loving uh, smiles to your faces in that very moment. Now, again, today's social media affords you. Maybe let's say you're not ready to try out with your family or things are a little strained. Then today's social media affords you this facility to receive and offer compliments daily. You can create meaningful conversations as you put up your avatar, let's say your hairdo, your creative projects and invite or create an opportunity to give or receive compliments. Yes, make it a point to generously drop compliments whenever you come across a post that you genuinely like, that you genuinely admire. A simple invitation on your media handles to leave a positive word for you can bring smiles and connections for you. That loops me to the next intervention to build your emotional tank is build connections. We are social beings. We simply thrive when connected to others. The interpersonal bridge we build with others creates non-stop supply of love, affection and meaningful connection. Yes, we sometimes complain about people giving us a tough time. However, if you carefully curate your connections and create boundaries, you will bring in nourishing relationships closer and keep away corrosive elements. Always remember, no one truly is an adversary. Each is trying to extract their piece of pie out and in that how they are placed around you creates your perception. Let me repeat that again. No one truly is an adversary. Each is trying to extract their piece of pie out and in that circumstances, how they are placed around you creates your perception. Now develop a world view to see world from the point of view of an adversary too. They too have people challenges, they have personal limitations, they have their own health concerns, family conflicts, work issues, they will seem less challenging and daunting to you. The last intervention, find routine and control. One important reason we feel chaotic is due to loss of control we feel often. Our primitive visceral brains are routine specialists. They love repetition. 
Now we call it a lizard brain for this reason. Like for example, lizards have the only survival as their main job. Our brains at this level feel the calm when routines and familiarity is established. Examine your day patterns and see what has gone askew. Uh, getting up, check your routines, how you get up, when you sleep, your uh, bowel movements, your eating times, what 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 you regularly ate, and now what is it that you ate in the last few meals? Your sleep routines, your rest and leisure, whatever has gone out of line, bring it in line with thoughtful planning. The results will be astounding. Now, if you have felt helpless lately or listless, ask gently. What will happen that will make me feel in command? What do I need to do to feel powerful? What activities can bring me into active focus of my own? What will I do that will bring me respect from my own self? Each answer will fill you up with lot of activities. Another important thing we can do is bonding talks. The final binding thread of filling the emotional tank is finding person with whom you can deeply talk check in with how things are with them carve a time to tell your end and find time to hear them out make room for uncomfortable talks as well as genuine concerns what you generally do is you avoid conversations because you know there is something uncomfortable that needs to be addressed or a certain awkwardness has seeped in it's time we call it out we bring it out in the open and we listen and be heard it is not only in telling your own side but hearing them too you bring nourishment to your own self a feeling of bonding with another deeply is a long term sustenance bring it for yourself this valuable bonding talk from time to time follow these steps to fill yourself up for we are not only physical but psychological beings we need to nourish ourselves in ways only we know how keep your eye and heart on the fuel tank keep it full sometimes in neglect it may reach bottom refilling is a choice and an action step we can't just sit in one place and suddenly think that okay all the emotional nutrients will just come to me no just as if we are hungry we have to get up search for food pick up the food heat up the food and make the effort of eating even for emotional nutrition we do need to take certain action steps now if you have put in all these exercise if you have given this a thought and if you do these exercise you please write back to me and let me know how it went for you okay you you may send me an audio message too may your emotional well being always be in top gear now along with physical well being too is important so i did write a blog and i put up a podcast about physical well being too you can check out i am going to uh, link in along with this particular podcast the blog as well as the podcast for physical well being you can find it you can read it and when you put in all these exercise when you put in all this work this is what we call inner work inner work is not such a difficult difficult thing it just requires a little bit of emotional investment on your part So now I am signing off. I'm sure I have shared lots and lots of insights. I will see you next time once again with therapeutic insights. And in the meantime, if I hear from you, if you write back to me, I would love 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 it. Till then, have a fantastic, amazing uh 
well-being field awake and have a beautiful beautiful time